Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple seconds and focus and relax. Let the Lord draw us. Let him draw you draw me where to him he is with you he's right there you're in him let him reveal himself to you let him share everything he has for you with you his love, his acceptance, his pride, his rest, his comfort, his encouragement, whatever it is you need, he has. Whatever you need, he has. So we are switching from focusing on the need To God. The more we focus on Him and rest and spend time with Him, we'll see that the need was merely a motivator to get us to Him. Without a need, we wouldn't go looking for God. We wouldn't be receptive we wouldn't be aware we wouldn't appreciate him when we find him so he creates need so he can fulfill it not so we can be without not so we can be lost and alone and hurting and trying harder and never succeeding and never wondering how we're doing Oh, God has the answers for all that. There is a catch, though. We have to go to him. It's not through somebody else or our own beliefs or the strength of our own soul that answers those needs, that answers those questions. It's God himself. So, Lord, right now, You know, for each one of us, what our needs are. In fact, you know what we need better than we do. Lord, I just ask that you meet those needs even now. Whether it's a need for encouragement, for healing, for direction... for guidance, for comfort. Lord, we just ask that whatever it is, you meet that the deepest part of that need. 
draw us to yourself, Lord. Bring us into oneness with you, Lord, that we would learn to live as a spirit being here on this earth. And we thank you, Lord. Give us clear instruction, Lord. And then, Lord, when we have that, when we understand what we are to do, what direction to take, that we would have every in every aspect of that need fulfilled, every every resource we would need, Lord, provide that. Lord, show us precisely what needs to be done. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we've been talking about trusting God. That what he is teaching us is from him, is what he wants us to know, and will be good for us to know. It will be enjoyable. We will be able to say, thank you, Lord. It may not always be pleasant or pleasurable or easy or comfortable. But we want to be changed into his likeness. And what is his likeness? His likeness is spirit. We're still going to have a soul. We're still going to have a body. But you are a spirit being. And that spirit being has eternal life. But your soul, not yet. Your body, not yet. And that's what we're working out. We're working out our salvation. Because our salvation is in. You've already received it inside, in your spirit. but we need to work it through our soul and our body so that our full salvation, experiencing of that resurrection power, a reunion of our spirit, soul, and body into that oneness that is also one with God. Not a small task. And yet God does it on his time frame in the order he chooses. And it's for he chooses a different order and process for each one of us. That's why it's so important that we not look at how one person is doing over another. Everybody's exactly where they need to be. And there are times when God lets us Rest and be okay with exactly where we're at. And then he stirs us up. Gives us a new hunger, a new thirst, a dissatisfaction. So we will want him more. So we will not be satisfied with where we are. Because he wants 
all of us to be one. You, spirit, soul, and body, me, spirit, soul, and body, everyone, spirit, soul, and body. And when you are spirit, soul, and body one, you are one in God. Then I am one in God. Then everyone is one in God. And we are all one, separate somehow. And yet unified in him. It will be interesting to see how that works. And he reveals over time his plan to get there. And so we don't want to be trying to draw conclusions based on insufficient information. We're walking a path that he has set out for us, but we don't know what the goal even looks like. We don't know what's around the next bend. But we know who we are walking with. We are never walking alone. And we are always safe and secure. We may not feel like it. And it's through that process that God reveals those things in our soul that need to be healed and comforted and changed. Our beliefs that need to be changed. It's through the process. It's not by arriving somewhere. So the process is so important. Now, there are some things that we can encourage ourselves with and encourage one another with. And those are those things that, you know, it used to be that, you know, when we look at Christian history, every few generations there would be a pouring out of the Spirit of God where he was so real and people could not deny his presence. And then it would go dormant. And then it would manifest itself again in a different way. And maybe even new revelation, new understanding, new power or authority. And then that would wane. And then something new. And then that would wane. And here we are again. But what is so wonderful in our time is that we can compact all that history and everything is, that God is doing can be shared in a moment, in the blink of an eye. And his presence can, can be understood and felt in a, a totally different way than it ever has, historically speaking. Will God use that? I don't know. He doesn't need it. But it's fascinating to see what God is doing in these modern times that has been built one brick upon another, one footstep upon another, 
has led us to this point. That doesn't mean this is the end of anything or the beginning of anything. It's just the pathway, the process. But it's an exciting time. In a sense, every time is an exciting time. But then there are times when God pours out something new. And and maybe, just maybe, that's what we're getting a sense of. Regardless, because we can learn from history and learn from what he's doing around the world, we can be enjoying the path that he has set out for us. We can encourage one another across the earth. We can have our expectations raised and our beliefs challenged by what he's doing anywhere on the earth. And he wants us to be. He wants us to be open to what he's doing everywhere and have our expectations raised and not be bound by time or space or gravity or anything because we aren't. We're spirit beings. We are not bound by this earth. We are not bound by the supernatural realm. Our soul is. And our body is bound is bound by this the earth laws, but our spirit isn't. And this is one of the reasons we've we're going through the process we're learning now is about the supernatural realm and about the senses, our solical senses, our perceptions. The more we become willing and desirous of accepting whatever teaching God has for us. We can speed things up. We can enjoy them. Or God will you know, take us through these things, almost kicking and screaming. Because God has an intended end point for you. I'm not sure if it's all going to be done on this earth. It might be the next thing after this or the thing after this. And who knows whether even time will exist in the next thing, whatever that is. We just don't know. And and since we don't know, let's not draw conclusions. But we do know it will be enjoyable. We do know it will be fulfilling. It will be God. So with that in mind, can we say that God has something intended for this time? And let's be aware that for each one of us, he has a study guide for each one of us. And the more we focus on our study guide. What are we to learn? You have a personal guidance counselor to go through that study guide with you. The more effort and time and, and rest you can put on your own study guide, the, 
process the pathway you are going through, you'll get the most out of your life here. And and whether he uses that as part of your task to minister to others, fine. If not, fine. It's all the same. You don't get extra points for doing something outside your study guide. Your study guide is for you. The tests involved are for you. They've been handcrafted just for you. The circumstances in your life are just for you. Again, it's learning to, by experience, do the work in rest and peace and comfort. It's not one or the other. It's both. That we are fully at rest even when we are working our hardest. And we do this, we start this by again experiencing, enjoying, and enjoying his presence more and more through cultivating a quiet lifestyle, through spending time with him. We've talked about his personal presence. Now, God is always present with you. He's always present with everyone. He can't not be present. He can't not be here. Do not I fill heaven and earth. We're on earth. He fills earth. He's here. But we are his sons. And we do have special privileges. We get to spend time with with Daddy, with our King, with our Lord, with our Father, with our Papa. We get to go spend time with him in the castle in the garden, in battle. Wherever he is, we get to spend time with him. Now, he's always in the garden, in the battle, in the kitchen. And he is teaching us to be with him wherever he is. And how does he do that? He draws us says, come up here where I am. I want to teach you. I want to tell you of things. I want you to see things from my perspective. I want to heal you. I want to love on you. I just want to be with you. And that all starts with spending time with him so we can learn to recognize his presence. And that learning isn't a solical knowledge. It isn't, okay, I've waited quietly and silently for 15 minutes, so anything that he should show up any second now. No. It's sitting in his presence, being in his presence. Not necessarily sitting. It can be, you can be laying, it can be standing, it could be walking, whatever. But learning to recognize his personal presence. And that personal presence is 
him making himself known as a person to you that you recognize. And this is how we first learn to experience the Lord firsthand. So as your senses become sharpened, again, through waiting on God, through cultivating that quiet lifestyle, and we, we have that quiet lifestyle so dis- we can recognize disturbances. We don't want to have to make God pound on the front door to get our attention. We want to hear that still, small voice. And in order to do that, everything has to be still and small. But as our senses become sharpened, we will more quickly and easily begin to be able to identify his personal presence. And and even over time, and again, this is by experience, you'll be able to discern his purpose, why he's come to you, or his direction, or his intention. And you'll be able to tell it with confidence. You'll be able to know why why he's there visiting you, to encourage you, or to give you direction, or correction, or healing or filling, fulfilling a need, whatever, you'll be able to know what it is because you'll know him. You'll know him because he wants to be known. He wants, again, what is his nature? It's to give. What is our job? To receive. He's making us more able to receive everything he wants to give. And we'll be able to live a life of quiet confidence in him. We won't have to defend God or attack anyone else or correct anyone else because we will know our God. And when he says, do thus and so, we'll just do thus and so. Raise the dead bring peace to to the war-torn countries, encourage our neighbor, spend time with him. We'll know what he's asking us to do, and we'll know how to do what he's asking us to do because we will have spent time with him, and he will have taught us everything we need to know. Not because we've studied a lot or trying harder or have a special anointing or somebody prophesied over it, over us, or because we have a, a, an emotional reaction to something, but because the Lord has removed that veil that separates our senses from true spirit reality. Right now, we're not able to see spirit. I think it's a combination of us. We've been so unable. It's been so long since we've used our soulical and spiritual senses. We just don't know how they work. So we've not even tried. But I also think he's doing that to protect us. Because if he showed us 
spirit as we are now, I think it would break us. I think it would, it would just take us the rest of our lives just to recover from one glimpse. But where you are right now, where we are on our path, our process, we go to the study guide. And I'm not talking about the Bible. I'm talking about what God is God talking to you about. If you wrote, wrote, wrote down three circumstances in your life that you're struggling with, odds are there are going to be God's fingerprints on those three areas. You know, we often talk about what are the three things God does in our lives to get our attention. He talks about, he, he touches our finances, our health, and our relationships. So when you see God's fingerprints in your life, well, when you see those disruptions, odds are his fingerprints are going to be on them. Now, are you going to argue with him and say, oh, no, I'll take care of this? No. Lord, what do you want to talk to me about this? What's going on here? Is this something you want to talk to me about? And then you you go through that process. Lord, is there enemy involvement here? Is, what do you want me to learn? And that's your study guide. You develop your own study guide. What is he putting his, his fingers on in your life? And even your needs have his fingerprint all over them. Because spiritually, you don't have any needs. Spiritually, you're finished. You're in the kingdom. You're done. Your eternal life is cured. You're in the kingdom. You have eternal life. You're done. The problem is basically the soul. A little bit in the body, but mostly the soul. So that's where we spend our time. And so many things are that we struggle with are wounds. Areas where we've been hurt, rejected, or disappointed, or even disappointed ourselves. So many different areas that we are often told, well, you know, you, get, you just solve those problems by going out and being busy. By going out and ministering, doing something that will make God happy. You know, God doesn't need us to make him happy. God does not need us to glorify him. God doesn't need us to honor him. God doesn't need, period. He doesn't need anything. He is complete. He's not lacking in any way. Now, do we glorify him? Yeah, and honor him and, and express our, our love and appreciation to him. Absolutely. But it's not because he needs it. It's because we need it. We need to express, just like he does. Just as much as it's his nature to give, 
to share, to expand. That's our nature too, born of spirit. So we've got a ways to go, but it's going to be through a common path. Lord, the Lord's going to do his teaching of you. He's taken responsibility for your education and your training. And it's going to be personalized. And yet it's going to go through. We all go through similar kinds of mountains and valleys and over similar kinds of rivers. And sometimes we go alone, sometimes we go with others. There are similarities we can encourage with one, one another with, which is great. That's part of the, the journey. To be with others and yet know that we are each on, on the path alone. We each have our own way to go. But knowing the Lord is simple. Cultivating that quiet lifestyle. Spending as much time with him as possible. The solution for every problem you've got is more time with him. Any area of your life, any area that he's got his finger on, any area that you even have a question about, the answer is going to be found by spending more time with him. Because why do you have questions in in any area of your life? It's because he doesn't want you satisfied until you talk to him. So hopefully that is encouraging to you. We've got a lot of great opportunities coming up, and I just really want to encourage you to know the process and put the process into effect in your life, to not just rely on your own motivation, but put the process into effect in your life. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again at the same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night.